Earlier this week, Hillary Clinton, the Democratic frontrunner in the race for the White House, vowed to crack down on the growing cost of prescription drugs and out-of-pocket medical expenses in the United States. We, we want companies to get a fair return. That's the way our system works. There's no excuse from going from $13.50 to $750 for one pill. Biotech stocks plunged on this news. I'm Amy Keene, and joining me in the FT's New York studio is David Crow, senior U.S. business correspondent. David, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, David, you've got a great uh, analysis piece on FT.com about policy intervention into the drug pricing debate in the U.S. Can you just explain what happened this week? So Hillary went on to the talk shows on Sunday, and and she foreshadowed the uh, fact that she was going to make a big intervention on drug pricing this week, and, and she did that on Tuesday. What was happening at the same time was a company called Turing Pharmaceuticals had bought a drug called Daraprim, uh, which is typically given to very sick cancer and AIDS patients that have a, a sort of a destabilized immune system to stop them getting a type of parasitic infection. Anyway, Turing bought this drug, which used to cost $13.50, and it jacked up the price to $750. And uh, the media got hold of this and uh, reported on that over the weekend. And Hillary did a tweet on Monday morning saying price gouging like this has to stop and I'll unveil a plan uh, tomorrow. And it was that, it was that tweet that sent investors running for the hills, wiping about $38 billion off of the value of biotech stocks on Monday. Just to stay on touring for a second, how did the company's chief executive, Martin Shkreli, handle this international outcry on the price rise? Well, Martin Shkreli is no stranger to controversy. He, he quickly did a tour of, of U.S. television shows to defend the price hike, but he put a lot of people's backs up. He was smirking in a lot of the interviews. He was clearly having a lot of fun, and, and he wasn't uh, really listening to the arguments of those patients who are going to be uh, sort of paupered by, by the decision. And, and from there, it has really spiraled out of control. He has become the sort of uh, hate figure, if you like, on Twitter globally with with people uh, reporting on this from, you know, around the world. And on Tuesday night, it obviously became a bit too much for him. Uh, He went on to the nightly news show and and said that he was going to cut the price. He didn't explain by how much, and he still said he was going to turn a profit. So we don't really know where the, the drug will end up settling. And then for someone so publicity hungry, he, he did something very odd. He effectively turned off his Twitter. He exactly. blocked people from following him. It's a protected and account now. It's a protected account. The, the big joke going around uh, among my contacts today is that he's going to charge $750 a tweet for people to read his uh, utterances. So in all of this, how have the pharmaceutical companies responded? Well, the pharmaceutical companies are, are sort of quite angry at, at Martin uh, Shkreli. But they argue that there still needs to be high pricing for innovative drugs. You know, there still needs to be a reward for drugs that turn cancer from a life-threatening illness to a chronic illness. And if someone comes along with that drug, they should be rewarded. And so they're sort of, I think that they're edging towards what's going to have to be a grand bargain, where this sort of price gouging, where you take a drug that's relatively cheap, that's old, that's off patent, and you and you you jack up the price overnight. They'll need to find a way of stopping that if they're going to create the headroom in the system to really reward the the science and the innovation that unearths those drugs that will save and alter lives. Mrs. Clinton is not the you know the only candidate to be critical of drug prices. Bernie Sanders has come out as one of her fellow uh, competitors in the in the Democratic race. 
What do you think the, is the viability of whether it's Mrs. Clinton's plan or another candidate's plan? I think Hillary's plan has been knocking around for some years now. It's, it's sort of taken off of the peg of a, a Democrat think tank. And, you know, there's some interesting ideas in there, a $250 a month cap on out-of-pocket expenses for chronically ill patients and, and a sort of rule that pharmaceutical companies have to spend more money on research and development rather than commercials. Anyone that lives in, in the U.S. knows that, that the television is wall-to-wall pharmaceutical commercials these days. But a lot of this won't see the light of day. Hillary is a presumptive frontrunner and by no means uh, a shoo-in. And uh, there's uh, several elections before she gets the keys to the White House and then uh, a sort of a gridlocked Washington. But what it has done is it has brought to the fore the fact that there is already tension in the system, that those who pay for drugs, that's the employers and the health insurers, are already saying this is getting out of hand, we can't afford it, and we have to find ways of driving down the cost. And that, regardless of who ends up in the White House, is a dynamic that is not going to go away anytime soon. So, David, how are the stocks performing today? Well, the stocks recovered a little bit on Tuesday afternoon, and, and they're flat this morning, but um, they're still way, way below where they were on, on, at the end of last week. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And you can read David's article at ft.com forward slash companies. Thank you, thank David. You.